Philadelphia. Hello, everybody. It is the Partridge Show along with the Water Boys, Coach Gary, Pal Pagan, and uh, uh, oh, and we've got some fancy new ad reads just in time. We'll get to those in just a little bit, but it's a big day because it was a big weekend. Uh, Kyle, I don't know if you know this or not, but Coach Gary is a thousandaire mm. to uh, the sport of golf, uh, Tiger Woods spirit. I don't know, a couple of beers here and there, but did you? Yeah, I mean, he hit it big. So uh, emotionally yeah. lifted in honor of Tiger Woods. Some things are bigger than sports. It's there really it funny. I, I became a thousand there by complete accident. So we do this fun podcast called The Water Hazard, where we take we take uh, golf bets. And what I didn't realize is I parlayed mine. <laughs> so I had thought I just put mine in, but I parlayed all three, and all three hit. No big deal. So it was a nice little payout. But I had had a couple drinks last night, and I was like, hey, you know what? Let's throw all these winnings right on the Islanders to win. And the Islanders turn around and win 2 wow. nothing, which was a, it was actually a dominating performance. So the first <laughs> thing I say to my wife is like, oh, Gary's getting new irons, even though I literally just got new irons. Yeah, she goes, yeah that's funny because you're putting all that money towards the car we're getting. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. oh, so, oh, yeah, go ahead, Kyle. Are you really getting irons? Because I feel like no. you get irons like no, every, I every got so I had no, I have not gotten new irons. Okay. I look at new irons all the time. Yeah, I've told you desperately I want a pair of uh, paying i five hundreds, but but you have <laughs> irons. Why do you continually look at irons? Because I des- I literally go to Golf Galaxy and hit i five hundreds like maybe once a month. Okay, just because yeah, I want them that badly. Coach Gary is a car guy. If it's golf, that's yeah. what I have to say. Like, if yeah. you buy the thing, then you're just obsessed with looking at it for exactly. until you have another. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that ever stops. So, I, to uh, I've never met Coach Gary's wife. If you ever listen or watch this, I am so sorry. Like, if you need help, yeah. just call me or Kyle. <laughs> we can well, we can I, kind of take care of business here. So to be fair, I, my bag's basically just been redone the last year. So I'm I'm pretty set on golf equipment for now. <laughs> uh, for those of you joining us on the replay, how dare you? Why aren't you here for us live as we are about to unveil the beans list? A lot of nominees. If you're unfamiliar with this, uh, this is something that I look forward to every draft year. Um, it's a it's a bit that has continued on because our lovely, wonderful Philadelphia Eagles cannot draft a wide receiver. We know this. Uh, it's been an ongoing problem since, well, I guess 1976. Who knows? But um it's easier just to say beans than it is, man, that the Eagles should definitely draft that guy or, you know, that's what it evolved into. At first, it was like, why can't the Eagles have somebody nice like this dude? Uh, so I, I got tired of saying that. So we came up with the the term beans. Do we want to change it every year? I, I ask if we want to change the co-word. Is there any other nominees, Kyle, Gary, any other short little phrases that we can say? Is beans an acronym? Nope. Okay. It's literally just a code word. I'm sticking with beans then. Sticking with beans. Beans. Beans are acceptable. Uh, uh, Good morning to uh, to Michael. Uh, Good good to see you as always. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, And we we recommend every single year that you know different different guys. It could be the top tier wide receivers that we all know. Could be the bottom of the rung. Heck, I've got a uh, a priority free agent on my list because of one tweet. It could be just that fast. It's eye test. It's feel. It's name recognition. I should fall in love with. Yes. I, I, we, there's much smarter people than us that can break down like, ooh, the quick twitch and they can do this and look at the route running dream. Doesn't know all the room. That's too boring for me. I just need to know, can you do it? And we're going to find that out over the next couple of months here. Who's someone you fell in love with, John? Off the top of your head. Uh, somebody I fell in love with. Uh, well, that we're not doing quarterbacks today. If Beans were quarterbacks, Trey Lance would be a part of that uh, that crew. Uh, and I'm sure that there's still a debate on what exactly is going to happen to six. But, like, 
I'm ready to Detroit Lions this thing up. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, the Detroit Lions probably drafted a million first round wide receivers until they found Megatron and just said, fine. You know, they 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 thought it was Roy Williams. And that's a name that for the youngsters, you probably starting to fade away for you. But that was supposed to be the bee's knees. I think the Eagles should continue to do this, whether they're at 6, 10, 25, 15. I love Jalen Rager. I think he's going to be a great player. I actually think he's going to be a, a closer to a superstar by the end of his career, and we're going to all okay. look like a bunch of dummies. But it still doesn't mean that we have that number one, you know, be-it-all guy. I, I don't think Jalen is that guy, even if he was. Like, that's a, it's a, it's a nice speed threat. That's your next to Sean Jackson. I want the guy. And I want to start a conversation right now about Kyle Pitts, you know, because like I, I was telling Gary Kyle, like he scares the crap out of me. If you're unfamiliar, Kyle Pitts, Florida tight end, 6'6", 246, 43 wrecks, 770 yards and about 12 or 13 touchdowns last year. This and guy is, is a, oh, yeah, yeah, Archbishop Wood. Uh, so like he's checking all the boxes, Florida Howie guy. And again, Jalen Rager. His quarterback coach, where is he from? Oh, that's right. Brian Johnson went to the University of Florida. So there's a lot of ties going around. But I, I got to say, let's look at him together. I'll try and pull him up. But what are your feelings overall about drafting a tight end who's clearly not a tight end, an athletic guy who's more dominant, has more reach and, and uh, you know, I don't know, point of the ball attack, whatever those fancy words are, uh, than anybody else that I really see in this draft class. So I, uh, just first thoughts, Kyle Pitts. Uh, tight end Florida does he belong on the beans list I always get worried about like five star or four star recruit tight ends I don't know why I don't know why I I, I like OJ Howard I feel like I thought OJ Howard was going to change the game I think he's had a great career down in Tampa Bay I Has did he too? changed the the game of football no not really I feel like this Kyle Pitts I'm trying to think who else Fred Davis out of out of USC another guy Evan Ingram, to, Evan Ingram. Um, really who is who's who's the guy that's been TJ Hawkinson, wasn't that Hawkinson's his name? Hawkinson's probably, probably. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah you're a big Iowa guy. No offense. <laughs> you know, like we just, we just, we keep no rolling. <laughs> I do get worried about, I do get worried about the, the, the high, highly recruited, highly touted tight end coming out of, uh, coming out of, coming out of college. I don't know. Where, where was, um, because Gronk was a third rounder, right? Third or fourth. Yep. Well, and they're, and they're saying, wasn't, they're saying he's the next Gronk too. Okay. Well, you know, I've like heard that. well, he's not that Travis Kelsey or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I told you at this beginning, Jim, uh, he's like uh, Kyle Pitts would be a ton of fun. Uh, especially, I think you need a very creative offensive mind to make him use like use him the correct way. We don't have a forty time on him yet, but I'd be interested to see what it is. I think he can actually play X Y slot to the tight end. I think he can play all four positions. That would be a ball catching position. Um, but I think he's one of those guys where it's a nice piece when the rest of the team's already built. I don't think he fits the mold of a rebuilding team. So let's say we go back to let's let's say right after 2018 where you had to get younger talent in and maybe a playmaker. Maybe at that time it would have made sense for the Eagles. Yep. As much fun as he would be, and I think he's going to turn out to be a pretty good player, a dynamic player, kind of like where he's going to be one of those like he's going to be the Scott Kingery of football. Like what position does he really play? No one really knows. But He's going to be much better than Scott Kingery, too, because Scott Kingery, let's be fair, he sucks. But um, <laughs> poor Kyle Pitts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm just trying to find a Philadelphia comp, a guy who plays all over the place. But yeah, I think, I think when, if he gets to the right system, he's going to be a lot of fun. I just don't think he, he just doesn't make sense for the Eagles right now. Yeah. See, I, 
I think he can make – he clearly makes sense for the Eagles right now. You're going to lose Ertz. Uh, Dallas Goddard's going to get more expensive. They love 12 personnel. Mm-hmm. The Eagles do as a franchise. Supposedly, Nick Sirianni loves that too, although we, we've heard that about Doug for like, you know, the last two years, and they ran it really poorly too, so who knows what – I am I am – I thought you could do it, and that's why I was kind of intrigued with like Dallas Goddard and Ertz. Everybody since – you know, Hernandez and Gronk and whatever and that whole mess have been trying to find that duo of tight ends. Mm. And I don't think it's possible. I just and it's not really fitting into today's game anyway, unless Kyle Pitts is Chase Claypool. And, you know, <laughs> like you were saying, Gary can kind of go and do everything that you uh, need to. You so also- two quarterbacks, one tight end systems, <laughs> two quarterbacks. That's, that's the John right. Archard NFL. All right. But listen, no one. Like no, yeah, go Gronk ahead. was one of those guys who was like he's transcended itself, and like I think if Adrian Hernandez, I mean not Adrian Hernandez, if Hernandez could just stop, you know, killing people, yeah. he might have been the better of the two tight ends. Uh, yeah, sure, and I don't really want to get. Uh, d- I know d- I'm just d- saying, d- that, like, but like I'm just saying, I, there's, but, there's two guys who were like you might have been the two greatest tight ends to ever play. Sure, but trying to find that again is almost impossible. So that's like. I, I, I think trying to take a take an approach where you're just going to have like two two awesome tight ends and that's going to be around your offense and you can fit Jalen Rager in there somewhere. I think it's a bad move. This guy's not a stretcher by any means. Uh, he's a mismatch always, but I don't I, I he belongs on the list. I don't think he belongs in the Eagles. That's that's where I'm at. So uh, do you have, Gary, anybody on you on the top of your mind that belongs on the beans list this morning? I mean, the obvious answers are, you know, I mean, Jamar Chase is the one that I want more than anybody. If Jamar yeah. Chase is there at six, it, you have to take him, right? Um, there's a guy out of Minnesota I like, Rashad Bateman. Um, he got injured last year, but the year before 2019, I think he was the Big Ten wide receiver of the year. I have his stats here. He had 60, had 60 receptions, 1,200 yards, and 11 touchdowns. That's playing for Minnesota in the P.J. Fleck offense, which is, yep. you know, spread out wide open. And he's also playing for Minnesota, so he's playing in the Big Ten West, which is obviously worse competition. I mean, he's playing that best Wisconsin, and then he's also getting to play like Northwestern and Purdue. And they're all, let's be fair again, jokes. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd be heavily interested in him. He fits the mold as an eagle because he was injured already once. So let's bring another guy in who has had, um, you know, had this injury issue. But he, he just reeks of a Howie Roseman draft pick. Yeah, can we um, maybe? Well, uh, uh, well, Kyle, I want to I want to hear about more of your guy too because I don't know much about Rashawn. But is there anybody else that uh, kind of sticks out, belongs on the bean list in your mind? Uh, for me, Kadarius Tony from Florida. Um, it's funny you say that because, or we just talk about Kyle Pitts because I feel like he was kind of overshadowed a lot by you know Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts having you know two great seasons. Um, Stop! If you heard this before, he's a human joystick. Oh, that's yes. a that's a, a lot good buzzword. That's good. Thank you. All right. Yeah, thank you. That really gets the the mind going when you hear oh, human joystick. Um, I would say the best you get is Percy Harvin. The worst you get is um, there was a a running back slash wide receiver out of Oregon when Chip Kelly was there. Josh um, Huff, not Josh Huff, like LaMichael LaMichael Garrett or. La- so, <laughs> Garrett Blunt? <laughs> no, Garrett Blunt. No, I know who you're talking no, about. He's a real small guy. Really small guy. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he's he's fun. He's just fun. He's the fastest guy I've ever seen on TV. 
Let's uh, let's go to the tape because I just uh, remembered how to finally uh, share my screen here properly as uh, we're, we're rocking it. Let's let's take out uh, and take a look at this. Uh, Kadarius Tony here. Uh, should we do some big play voice and just see what happens? See if yeah, it kind of fits it. the bolt. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, lo I love the speed. Ooh. Oh, it's another Florida guy, too. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Tony in the gun. Hand off the left side, run to the 20, now to the 15, down to the 10. Goes got the first down, leaps in, touchdown, Eagles. I don't know. Yeah, I, th I think I like it. I yeah. think I like the cut of his jib. Tony. Uh, he, I see him more as like a, he kind of looks like an Aguilar type. Kind of yeah. slot only, uh, move around a little bit. All That's right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. We're visualizing here. I'm sorry, audio people. Like this yeah, is the, yeah, this is this is not exactly fun for you. But I, I yeah, yeah, I get it. And Did they have a comp of when he would be like available to come out, like when they project him to be drafted. He's like a late first rounder. Oh, so okay. there's probably no chance. Yeah. Let's yeah, awesome. Oh my god! Did you see that? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Look at this route. That. Oh my goodness. So it's a uh, uh, it's an in and outside route. Oh yeah, that's a that's pretty sexy, Kyle. That's a good pick. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Bateman here for a second. Uh, can we? Uh, all right, cool. We can't say you king of meat and potatoes, boys. <laughs> this is uh, his 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 best uh, top twenty five plays here. Um, I I should have watched him a lot more because you know Big Ten and boring stuff. But okay, don't you know don't it's, it's, it's really Ten. Please, Gary, oh, tell, I mean, tell everybody it's very Gary. I, Big Ten football is the best football. He seems like he's just uh big not fast yes is that right yes i don't looks know like, shades like of alshon jeffrey is like jane or looks like jane plays like tarzan no that's just the rock <laughs> no. yeah. i uh all right some tunnel screens here if uh, if that's like in the middle of your top 25 best i think that's always a good indicator too you know like people people spend uh, a million years on uh Diving into one particular player, and they should. If you're like one of those media scout people and you want to pretend like you're in the room, that's what you need to do. But if your highlights don't jump out at, at, at anyone, what's the point of diving deeper, right? Like you're going to have to just go and make a case. Oh, my God, that was a pretty good snag there. I will say um, this, though. I mean, he played in five games this year, and in three of the five games, he had nine, ten, and eight catches, all for over 100 yards. So, I mean, the production's there. He's a volume catcher. Yeah. What do you um when you, when you look at like your highlights like what do you what stands out to you I always always wanted to know like how these guys break down tape and whatnot maybe this is a conversation for off the podcast but no no I I think there's uh I mean like I'm the wrong guy on what to look for yeah. for sure but like if uh for instance the basics like can he can you can he create his own space can he get away from people can he still make contested catches how many how many times is he open versus how many times is he not um. Touchdown ratios tape. Like I feel like oh, if I yeah. watch highlights, I just fall in love with the guy. Yeah, no, that's that's the yeah. Don't fall in love with the highlight tape. Now yeah. just go back and watch some of these yeah. games. Oh my god, a one-handed catch for a receiver uh, too. You want to see, see him him Now you're falling in love. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just like all right. It does some really interesting things. Now we need to go back and and uh, and to, oh yeah. Now we're now we're showing that. All right. Now we now we stop the the share screening here. So uh, ooh, now we've got uh, we've got everybody in. This is good. Bateman ran a four three nine this weekend. At the uh, the Exos Combine, which I know is uh, something, is that new? I can't remember. I keep seeing that. Or is that just something in Florida that they're doing? Um, so yeah, four, all right. Four three nine is fast. The uh, the it the is breaking news. The last guy Don't I want to show as I ran. <laughs> the last guy I personally want to show you has been prioritized by everybody as a uh, priority free agent here. So that means Ooh. either 
some bad news has happened. He's not as good as everybody thinks he is. Um, uh, that is not what I want to do at all. That's not a video file. My goodness. Uh, I will. Uh, I got to get better at uh, running StreamYard. That's for sure, too. Uh, but um, Mike Renner from PFF kind of put this out. And this is this is all clear uh, beans list material here. This is, is Nelson Aguilar. This is the one that they call KJ Stefferson, and this was 2016. So this is four years ago as a true freshman. And then I'm going to tell you about a story after that. Wait, his real name is KJ Stefferson? Yes. Oh, I thought you just made up like a creative player in like NCAA 14. <laughs> and just like it was able to do stuff like that. This is a Dory Jackson against USC, Ooh. totally torching him there. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately KJ got into a little bit of trouble and, you know, there was, a, there, there might've been some 420 problems. There might've been some kicked off the Notre Dame's football team by Brian Kelly for shoplifting some shoes, along with a bunch of other guys made his way down to Jacksonville state, um, seems to have turned it around down there. was going to go back into the transfer portal this season, then got stuck in there. Nobody ended up picking him up. So he hasn't played a lick of football in uh, an entire year however is one of the most talented guys probably in this class in terms of pure talent that guy that you're always looking for in the Tyreek Hill type of mode um I have Andy Reid draft pick this is if for Eagles Twitter alone I uh, like the intrigue of a person that they haven't seen on tape for a year that I can sell to you is going to be the next speed demon and a great compliment to Jalen Rager and uh, somebody that you don't have to waste a high draft pick on is this guy's going to be an all-star just in our heads alone. So therefore he belongs on the list immediately. I love those types of guys. And I think Eagles each Twitter does too. Like all of the six round, but actually a first round player type of guy, mm -hmm. uh, this guy fits the mold. So That's just really be ready for it. You always fall in love with it with the with the character issues that hey listen we got to steal we got to steal on the third day I feel like that's going to be a good exactly narrative. exactly steal the third steal on day three yeah. uh, or day four because uh, that's when all the UDFAs are signed to there so uh, that is our 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 start of the the nominees to the beans list we will try to inform everybody. Uh, that makes the beans listen and let them know. But yeah, Kyle, what do you got you, there? Man? You never answered my question. Who who'd you fall in love with back in the day? I always liked the who'd oh. you fall in love with game. Uh who man. I was a Reggie uh, Brown guy. Taylor uh, Mays. Cornelius Ingram, if if anybody can remember that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Florida tight ends that uh didn't ever pan out. He was supposed to be like the next golden god. They got him in the third round. He had knee issues. It was supposed to come around. And then he just remained injured the entire time. Didn't he have one preseason where he was very good too? Like one preseason uh, game. I think he had. I think yeah. he had two catches, and and everybody. And we were like, like "This is the guy." Did you fall in love with Mamula? Because I wasn't. I was kind of young when Mamula came around. I never did. Mike from okay. KOP obviously fell in love with Mamula because yeah. he's so scorned by him. Gary, did you fall in love with anybody too early? Um, mine was Taylor Mays. He never even got drafted, but <laughs> it was right after uh, the McNabb trade and Dawkins had left, and we needed the safety of the future. Oh, the I guy. was in love. If you go back and watch his yeah. highlight tape, he murders people on a football. Field. He was right in between like Palomalu and yeah, yeah. He's right after Palomalu. Man, Taylor Mays. Like, I, I forget what it was, but someone came up was like, "Yeah, he hits hard, but he can't turn." And then that <laughs> turned out to be his career. He just couldn't turn. <laughs> but man, man, could he hit? He could. Uh, uh, that's uh, just couldn't hit 
his own teammate or like kept hitting his own teammates i think in practice yeah. too which oh, is really he, uh, yeah it was the guy <laughs> played reckless uh, um so I, I i think there's plenty of time to get uh, any of those names on the beans list let us know if any wide receiver sticks out to you as a must have and an intrigue we will put them on the list every single week and we'll probably hopefully add to it uh, every single week here too uh want to do get to I, did anybody watch the Golden Globes at all? Like I didn't, I forgot it was on. Stayed a little on top of it, but nothing crazy. <laughs> My I, wife had it on. And I bailed. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's enough. Al Pacino fall asleep. Yeah. Did the Oscars happen? Because I forgot that they did. I don't think they did. I think they come after the Golden yeah. Globes, don't they? Are they just really late this year? I thought it was always. They in are. I, I think. Yeah, they are in February. They got pushed back. But Golden Globes is the one where everyone just gets drunk and has fun, right? This is well, the, the one guy took a shot on screen. I was like, let's go. This guy's getting after it. Like right after he lost too. I think wow. there's Bill Murray. Bill Murray, too, I think, was uh, hanging out oh, with yeah. uh, a martini. I yeah. saw some flashpoints of that. But uh, really, just uh, we've been debating this for, I feel like, a month. So I'm as uh, as we get into Golden Globes and, and, and you know, uh, I, I guess, uh, what's the other one? Sure, the Oscar season. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's time to, to re-rack and see where our top six actors, actresses are and where we kind of stand... Uh, Stand on point. I, I chime in uh, in the comments there too. But uh, Gary, I can't wait to hear your list. To be honest with you, of like well, you know, yeah, top I mean, bottom I, one to one to six, one to five. I put mine together. You can separate them if you want to. But I literally ranked my top three actresses and actors together. Yeah. So I did like the same. I it. did the same thing. Um, I mean, I'll I'll I'll, re- I'll run mine down. No, everyone knows I'm a Leo one guy. Leo will always be one for me. And then. <laughs> Me and you talked to me, Bale, all the way up to two. So I have Bale, wow. two, Oldman, three. I think Kyle is way off base in his Sixers awards that no one comes to see Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is a very good actress. I, I don't think Jennifer anyone goes Lawrence to Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is very good. She actually outacted um, Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook, and I, I don't think Disagree. people talk about that enough. Um, Kurt Russell. You I mean, put Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell on the list? Yeah, he just he put turned into, yeah, he turned in the single greatest performance of all time in Miracle. So that, that gets you on the top six list forever. <laughs> and then Rising Star, because I couldn't come up with a six. Emma Stone's very good. Mm. <laughs> just saying. Emma Stone's very good, man. She's very good. Quartaville, that Quartaville looks it, – it does look she good. Does I'm look not going to say it. But. I, want, I didn't put a dead actor on here, but I love Gene Wilder. Hmm. Uh, well, it's the last because well, we made it last twenty five years essentially. Yeah. Like, right. It's who's also who like the most people deep? keep saying Denzel, and I just forget about Denzel. Denzel, honorable mention. Tom Hanks hey. plays the same character in every movie, and once he plays a serious role, he can't do it. So he's typecast. Yeah, I don't know. The Tom Hanks think... hate is is getting a little out of control. I think. Did he make the list for you? No, he doesn't make the list for me. But I think the Tom Hanks. It's it's starting to get like Tom Hanks is such beloved that is now becoming hate. That is now yeah. becoming too much hate. That it starts to be coming back to love. I mean, the guy well, was. Well, no, you should. He was fucking Woody. Been, oh, <laughs> stop it! What voice acting doesn't count? We've been going. Me and my no. wife go back for a while. No. We've been. Yeah. I've been arguing. Leo's better than Tom Hanks. She's like, you're just wrong. I mean, and she'll she'll like pull Toy Story. I'm like, it's voice acting. It doesn't count. Oh, John. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, just came at he came at the man's livelihood. I mean, it's it's how he makes his bread and butter. And I mean, it's not my that? fault. George Clooney stole his dreams. Listen, 
voice acting doesn't count it's acting it's just acting behind a mic it's literally doing this crap behind a microphone you have to wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt instead of having to exactly uh, yeah like you don't have to be a pretty face to be a voice actor hello that's the point i'm just not going to include it in your theatrical releases be like yeah fine have your have your side projects it's one of the best grossing top grossing movie franchises of all time you got the marketing machine behind it Oh, okay. Yeah, the the marketing machine you absolutely love to death, and you would wear a shirt for. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I have a Toy Story <laughs> shirt. I don't think I do have a Toy Story. I actually, don't think I have a Disney shirt. I meant in Disney. No, yeah. You 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 sell a Disney shirt, but you don't own one. I I highly I doubt. Actually, that. don't own that one. No, I need to just buy it for myself. <laughs> uh, all right. I I there's a lot of disagreements here. Kyle, what do you got? Uh, mine is all over the place. Jodie Foster. I love Jodie Foster. Santa Lambs. Um, Charlize Theron. I don't know if you ever saw Bombshell. Looks exactly like Megan Kelly. She, uh, she's been my uh, number one for a very long time. Monster Ball. Monster Ball is a great one. The most beautiful woman and made her the most ugliest woman. That that just takes talent. Um, Viola Davis loved uh, How mm-hmm. to Get Away with Murder. Love that. Yeah. And then these are just ones where I walk into the theater. I know I'm going to have a good time. Sandler, Leo, Will Ferrell. Sandler <laughs> Man's worth $400 million, John. Okay. He's doing something right. Sandler does put out good movies. I'll, let me ask you guys a question. Did you really think that Uncut Gems was that that impressive of an acting no. performance? No, me either. It was just him being the weird guy. I don't but think he was the movie was that the good time. either. By that the ending, way, the that movie ending, was though, good. That ending messed with a lot of people. That was. I'll never watch that movie again, and it's not because like I didn't like it. It's because the whole movie. It's like yeah, I feel like I'm having an anxiety attack. Yeah, it's. It, <laughs> watch like, that movie is, for someone who hasn't watched the movie before. My roommate didn't watch the movie, so I watched him watch the last scene, and that was pretty cool. Like people. It's shocking, I think, the last scene. But I agree 100% yeah. with Gary. I had an anxiety attack the whole time. It was awful. Like, the whole time, I'm just like, God, this guy just can't make the right decision. Yeah. It didn't uh, It didn't make you want to go and gamble? I mean, kind of did, but I don't think you can parlay <laughs> half that stuff. Also, what kind of lunatic bets on the tip? I don't know. I don't like even you, know what like that, that means. That was like his whole thing. I don't thing, know what dude. that means. What he bets, the, he's what betting mean? on the tip at the beginning of a basketball game. Like, oh, he has this tip. massive yeah, yeah, parlay. Yeah, yeah. He has to, he's like betting on something that, like, I feel like the tip in basketball is just made up. It's like oh, I don't say numbers time. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, nor, nor can you bet on that. So, and your parlay's done if that doesn't go. Exactly. So that's like also the second the second what's his face shows up. I can't pull his name right now. The guy from New York Sports, Francesca. When Francesca shows up, I'm like, all right, it's enough of this movie. <laughs> uh, I uh, I went. Uh, Meryl Streep, number one. I can't believe that's that's like nobody's on your it's list a, when it comes to that. She hates America. It's a yeah, yeah, she hates America. That's right. I forgot. Gary. She does hate America. Gary really hates her politics. Uh, no, it has I, nothing to do with politics. She told me to shut up and drink beer and watch football and let the real people worry about it. You're the real people, Meryl Streep, the most out-of-touch person in the world. Like The other thing is like every single award she has to sit in the front row, and every single actor needs to be like, or actress needs to be like, That's oh true. my God, they, Meryl Streep's here. She put here. her there. They put it's her like, there. I'm aware, but like, just shut up. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Let the real people figure out the problem. You're the real people. You've been out of touch since 75. She's been there for 20 straight award shows. You know, Meryl Streep's going to be there. Be like, oh my God, Meryl Streep, I didn't know you'd be here. Every actor in Hollywood is out of touch. So, like, like I don't pay attention to That's it. That's completely fine, but, like, you know. <laughs> Just a bunch of kissing every the single ring. one of them. Doesn't I don't matter. know. I've seen I've seen Bradley Cooper in an Eagles jersey having a good time, just like me. I've never seen Meryl Streep do that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I like a, no. I'd rather, go to the, I'd rather go to the cricket game and discuss <laughs> objection. Debt relief. 
She could outdrink you. That's what I, that's what I know. That's why I think you're terrified. Think you're terrified true. of Mill Street. Oh, that's a hundred percent true. Oh, I'm not afraid of her. I can uh, beat up an old lady. Who I am afraid of a little bit. Uh, Gary Oldman, number two, because he's oh. uh, like amazing and don't know why he's uh, not brought up more. Christian Bale, also number three. Uh, I went with Lupita, uh, number four, because I think she is. She, you love her the moment she's on the screen. She's like, she, I'd bet on her They're for like, the next well, 25 years. Leo, I don't and, know who that is. Shame on you guys for Margot Robbie not being on your list. How is she, that even possible after I, Tanya, and all that other stuff? I didn't uh, see Tanya, Tanya, Wall Street, awesome. All that stuff. Yeah, 100%. I think we talked about this pre-show. I told you, I was like, I feel like she just hasn't been around long enough for me to like recognize it, but she is very good. <laughs> like she hasn't had, she hasn't had a ton of stuff. And I'm not going to watch it. She's, she's been in everything. Yeah, Were I you? know, but it's like been recent. Like since Wolf of Wall Street, she's really exploded, which is fair. I mean, that's what kind of happens. But like, I, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch I, Tanya. I'll tell you that much. No, you should. I'm going to. You'll guarantee I guarantee you will. You, you're already wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you against watching that movie? Because I hate figure skating, so I'm, I'm done with it. It's wow. one of the greatest stories of figure skating ever. It's a better movie than your little uh, Kurt Russell miracle affair that Disney you're total, wrong. totally Disneyfied, by the way, and didn't tell the real story anyway. If you want to do that, that's, Dude, that's I've the, met Michael Russoni multiple times. He said there's like you know 13% fact in there, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> I Tanya, uh, you'll love I Tanya gear. I'm not yeah. gonna watch it, uh, it's just shout- like the Godfather, I'm not watching it. Shout out to Ryan uh, from uh, Hoops and Hill Mary's podcast and Tony the Tiger says uh, he bets the tip often. So I mean, can you find the tip? I I need to find that. I think he bets it on parks a lot. So okay, there you go. I think they I think they have it there. Uh, uh, Would love to know. uh, Person bets that. uh, The 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 main event here really is this, and I know where this is supposed to be. A lot of sports things. I just we just didn't really feel like it today because there was a lot of heat about this more in particular. Uh, we've gone from award shows. We've got beans list. We're doing all these other different things. But the the main event today, Kyle, Gary just needs to come to the realization that the Dave Matthews Band should not ever be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And there's a bunch of different reasons why, but mainly he's not rock and roll. He's never has been Neither rock and Jay-Z. roll. Nor is he a good musician. He never has been a good musician. Most of the people in his band are better musicians than him. He's one of the best songwriters of the 90s. He's Gen X's most favorite artist of all time and reached down to the millennials as well. But in no fame or fashion do I want Dave Matthews next to MC5, next to Soundgarden, next to Jay-Z, next to Shaka Khan, next to all these other different Real getting if he's never been rock and roll either. He is rock and roll. The attitude, the punk, doing it his way. So this is, the, okay. this is, so this is it's this all is incorporated good. in that. This is actually good because this is what I want to talk about. There was two ways I could play this. I could play the outrage guy, which I'm not gonna do. Dave Matthews <laughs> speaks for himself. He's the highest grossing touring band of all time. That right there is one of the most impressive things. Two, he they put him on the ballot for the first time. He wins the fan vote by a million votes. The first person to ever win the fan vote and not get let in. And then what they did was they took him off the ballot because they knew if they put him on again, he was going to win the fan vote again because people care about him. That so, was weird. Yeah, it's it's the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is afraid of Dave Matthews' band. And that's fine. You can say Dave Matthews is not the best musician in his band, but that's fine. Was Tyler – uh, I'm sorry. Was um, – who's the release? Why can't I come up with his name right now? 
Who's the lead singer of Aerosmith right now? I can't oh, remember. Tyler. Is he the best? Is he the best musician in his band? Does Aerosmith exist without him? Does Dave Matthews, Does Dave exist, Matthews without band exist without him? Yes. His name for the band. No. Dave yeah. Matthews literally has one of the most like, like not iconic put- voices, but unique voices in singing. Like, in singing. Also, on top of it, here's the one thing I have problem with: like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame versus any kind of sports, because there's no quantitative reason. I'm gonna go real deep on this. Okay. When I was in college, we did this thing called a Freedom House Study, which is where you try to assign a value to something that can't be valued, right? So if you're going to assess the freedom of a country, there is no way for you to actually do that statistically, right? It's done through the mindset of the people. So when you look at music, music you can't quantify. Like you can do record sales, but you also can't say – like you can say something's bad. Hold on. Are you taking me through the first lesson in Dead Poet Society? No. I mean, it's called a Freedom like, House score. It's like an extremely, extremely famous study that was done when they were trying to. I think it's called Pearson's R. It's a correlation to try no and find cares. back. No one cares, Gary. No one no. cares. I want to know yeah, what, it, what, it, what it what it Besides the fan vote, besides guy. all the. I'm not being an outrage guy. I'm well, saying. Yeah, you are. I'm I'm making a point, but I have to but be loud don't because like so, Dave Matthews ban, so you don't want him in. I don't. He doesn't belong in there. He belongs in. in he, because if you're the here, to your point, stop. To your time. point. To to your point. If I stuck Jack Johnson in his band at the beginning of it, and it was the Jack Johnson band, would we know the difference? Probably not. If I stuck well, I mean, Ryan Adams with his band with his band behind it and called the Ryan Adams band. Would we know the difference? Probably not. That's but John. The, here's your issue. What, the right at the beginning, you said he was the be- one of the best songwriters of the '90s. So if you right. put Jack Johnson, sure, you can use their voice. You still need his ability to songwrite. The well, what you need no, is you ability. Need to, ability what to you need his ability you just to read. Said it. You What's that? My point. You need his ability to songwrite. Sure, you can. You can take the musician out it's and a, put a different. It's a million. I, what I'm saying is better than all theirs. There is a million. There's a million different versions of. Of of Dave Matthews. That's it. The reason why different versions of Aerosmith. The the only reason why why it works and because why he wins the fan vote every single time is because he puts on one of the best shows ever, and he's the the newest. (laughs) Would you let me speak? He's the newest. Newest points for him to go in. He's just no. He's just the newest Grateful Dead. That's all it is. That's all it was. You're just making points why he should be in. I, I, there's enough. There's enough people who love him. He like he. I would say more than fifty percent of polling office like Dave Matthews and then don't like. There's a he should go in then. Because music that's it. you can't quantify with stats. You can't quantify that. <laughs> oh yeah, see Wes Euler saying you know leave leave Grateful Dead out of this, but it's the <laughs> truth. It's just the truth. I don't know, uh, Kyle. We've been going back and forth. Dave Matthews, yes or no? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, every, I think all every other Hall of Fame has become, you know. Sure. No yeah, just, that's that's. Uh, we'll, we'll ruin another one. Absolutely, we've re- ruined the baseball Hall of Fame. We've ruined uh, pretty much all of the football Hall of Fame. Well, uh, I mean, I think the right Hall of Fame was ruined when they put Nine Inch Nails in there. I couldn't even oh, name yeah, a Nine right. Inch Nails song. Yeah, that's see, that's that's the problem with you is you don't know what music is. Mm, that's <laughs> not fair. Pretty good. Trent Reznor had a very good career of songwriting, uh, just in other. Um, for other acts as well. So I always like, I always respected nine inch nails. Nine inch nails literally created a genre of music that didn't exist before. That's Eminem. the point. That's the point. <laughs> you head like a hole. You could, you could, you could tell a song. 
and get, watch, I watch I tell you, Gare. No. Uh, who would you're, that, stubborn. you're just a fucking mule. That's all you are. You're just a mule. Yeah, that's I'm it. I'm not watching Itania. Like, I'm <laughs> not telling you. The funny thing is, you would love Itania too. It is so good. Uh, yeah. There might be it might be an hour and a half long. There might be five minutes of, of figure skating. So <laughs> don't even worry about it. You'll have to watch Everyone the figure skating. Everyone who tells me I'd love the Godfather, be like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I don't know if you'd love the Godfather. Oh, we also have a hot take, John. Sopranos. Yeah. Ooh. We don't think it stood up the test of time as much as people want to admit anymore. Well, that is very. That's a great the shock. The shock value of what it was yeah. like back in two thousand is totally what not the shock value of twenty twenty is today. I'm trying to finish it. I'm trying to finish it. Are you going through it, it right it's, now? It's dragging. Yeah, I'm He's in six days, and it's. So I'm. Like, I'm, I, don't I'm even, I haven't watched in two weeks because I'm almost lost my interest in it. I have. Uh, I, I just got into uh, like season two. I think it's moving pretty quickly. So if it like stops at any time see even tennessee justin has seen i tanya like i i don't good for good for justin and he's a true movie buff by the way so good for uh, him i i i think it has held up honestly through the first two seasons yeah i would say the first two seasons are pretty good i, I yeah, would say aren't, six, you drags. The, aren't you in like the meat of like his mom yeah we're in the meat yeah, of his mom and right that was just awful that was awful Ugh, i hated the mom the mom <laughs> and yeah. uh aj Ugh. And they finally get eventually they finally get away a little bit from the the uh, the therapy sessions all the time. Like they're not as such a focus. But when they go in, I'm like, oh, God, I I don't think Melfi's that great. No, people love Melfi. I mean, that one scene was very graphic. It was uncomfortable to watch. (laughs) Yeah. You know what we're talking about? Me? No, I have no clue what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah, You're only two seasons in. Uh yeah, meet of his mom. I point. I thought that was an odd one there too, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, last thing, and then as we're we're heading out, uh, I will. I guess I can keep you guys up on uh, updated on Sopranos. If there's any other uh things that haven't held up with the test of time, you can let us know too. Um, I don't are definitely better. I don't think there is one thing that the Sixers can do to be a championship team. I just don't think it's possible this year. I think they can continue to get better. Um, we we are probably going to discuss Ben Simmons too much, uh, as we always do every single year. Um, but I I don't. I'm obsessed with having Kyle Lowry here. I think that gives him the best chance. Uh, yeah. I still want to see it. But after you know, still seeing the Nets, the, the somehow the Knicks are the four seed in the East. Uh, uh, you know, they they're going to have as Every other shot that we thought that they were coming into this season. Uh, but um, I keep looking at the Nets. I keep looking at, you know, the Bucks and all this. And the same things that I'm worried about as we get closer towards playoff time, where if we're just saying everything's fixed now and you can rely on Seth Curry and you clearly can't do that with Danny Green and all these shooters that are supposed to around, surround Ben Simmons and take that ease off, you're going to need a score and a point guard uh, mm-hmm. to make that happen. And even if Kyle gets here, I don't know if that's enough. Do the Sixers have enough if they improve their bench and get the guy that they want to do? Because I still don't think so. The only reason why I would say they would have enough, and this is just basically crossing your fingers, and you know, you never want to see anyone get hurt, but you never know what happens like the Warriors Raptors year. You know, yeah. KD goes down, Clay Thompson goes down. I think Draymond was not even in at the, at the end of the game. Um, thing about Kyle Lowry though is he's having one of his best seasons 
um, in a while. Uh, I think since since that 16, 17, 18 run. Um, shooting better than Danny Green from three. He's played with uh, with a with a ball dominant uh, point guard like Fred Van Vliet. Obviously, yeah. Fred Van Vliet has now passed him in his time. Um, I always go back to the Daryl Morey comment. If you have five to ten percent of chance of winning a winning a title, and you have Embiid playing at an MVP level, you kind of got to go for it. I know you know the Nets are averaging 120 games. They, I don't, I think they've played like what two games together since yeah. James Harden got traded. Katie's, um, Katie's still wonderfully talking smack on social media. So, yeah, you know and he's. It's also, the Sixers are probably going to have the one seed too because those the guys aren't going to play together in the second half is jammed back to back. So the mm-hmm. Nets aren't going to get their whole. They're not going to play together a lot yeah. in the second half. Um. Yeah, I think there that this is going to keep coming up for the next couple of years. Uh, Mr. Guy saying you know should have found a way to kept uh, Jimmy. My college Green. roommate, this guy, he's a troll. <laughs> no, I'm just messing and, with you, Andy. No. We love you, and we would have never known how that contract would have worked out with Jimmy Butler. So I mean, no. we probably don't even. Yeah, but is Jimmy Butler even like I know if he's on the team, does he's it make him, does it make him better than it does, the Nets it does. right now? Does it? Does. It? I, I think I think you need, and this is what this goes back to Kyle Lowry. I think you need a dog in the playoffs. You need a guy who's been there, a guy who's won, a guy who's taken his team. You know, him and yeah, it was Jimmy him Butler and Kawhi. Won. I know he trees Jimmy Butler's gotten close. He hasn't won yet. But um what so Kyle Lowry, he's a free agent at the end of the year, though, correct? Mm-hmm. So yep. it probably isn't gonna cost you a ton to go get. It's just thirty million. It's say? probably going to be Mike Scott and probably going to be Danny Green. It might be Terrence Ferguson thrown in there too. Okay, and that's maybe... fine. Like, are you really going to be? Are you going to lose yeah. sweet over I mean, any other players? A decent like, amount of picks. Yeah. No, I don't think. No, I don't they said maybe a first. They yeah. said maybe right, a well, first. Here's the thing with first round picks in the NBA: if you're going to be matter. a perennial team and in, in you know in the playoffs as a top, they don't matter. Like you can find a way to get them back somehow. Exactly, we're going to be twenty fifth and and and. As long as it does, if if it doesn't cost you max year Thibel, which I know people are like, oh, here we go again. Like I want, I want, I think you want to hold on to those guys. Thibel plays great defense, and Maxi, like I think, can develop into a scorer. So, I wouldn't want to move a very young piece to go get an aging out. Like you might only have Lowry for what? Oh, six I months? Think that, that I think you're going to have to give up though. Like you're going to have to give up a Maxi or a. I don't- I don't know, Lowry. I think you're going to have no matter. So here's if you're Toronto and you're looking at this, Toronto's basically dead in the water, right? They're not even going to make the playoffs this year. They kind of stink. Yeah, they actually, actually, they just jumped up to the fifth seed. The, the East oh, is okay. very, well, very complicated. Yeah, I was so, looking at something yeah. like everyone in the fifth, like from five <laughs> below, is like five hundred or below. Yeah, it's like cut. We can cut the playoffs in half. That's one thing you can do in the NBA. <laughs> Make it a much better product, but then <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like they're going to leave. And, like, so if you're Toronto, you basically got your championship, right? You're not going to get. You need another mercenary come in to to win another one. He's going to leave at the end of the year. He's not going to re-sign with Toronto. Just get what you can for him. And I know, like, I'm not saying we should fleece them, but if they can get Nor a first round pick, if we can get a first round pick, and they can they can just add in pieces and make the playoffs and market themselves. I think they'd be happy with that. I don't think it's going to cost a ton. Go get a guy who's on an expiring contract. who's what? 35. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, go ahead, Kyle. It's, 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 good. it's probably going to cost a first and Maxi or a first and Danny green. Maybe a Mike, Mike Scott thrown in there too. I think, I, I, mean, I don't think Masai Ujiri budges for a, for, for anything other than a first rounder. And yeah, you're right. If it's Mike Scott, I'll, if it's I'll, Mike I'll Scott and Danny him. green to first, like bye, fine. Maxi, I'd probably be like, all right, maybe I'd, I'd rather move Thibel than Maxi because I think Maxi in the long term is going to wind up being the better of the two players. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just really put a bow on this. I think you never know what happens. And like I said, you don't want to root for injuries, but you never know what happens in the playoffs. Does that does that Raptors team win with a fully healthy Warriors team? Hell no. No chance no. at all. No. Nope. But, you know, 
I I always I, I always root for the team that goes all in, and I know Daryl Moore will always go all in for for the good of the franchise. And he was very competitive in the West uh, with with Houston for for many years. So I expect that he won't give up much that will hinder us for the future. Yeah, well, and put him in the same spot. from this year, right? Because like they're right at, halfway through, they're the best team in the East. Like might as well just try and get better. Listen, how how much longer do we have Joel Embiid? I, I don't. I, I, that's two always to three years. Question. I think there's it's a two fine. to three year window on him. If it's a, yeah, then then it becomes a, a lot more than that. And you know, I I, I don't know. I, I think um, at the end of the day, I know it sounds like a very much a simpleton Sixers Twitter uh, take, but like you got to face the reality of if if Joel Embiid is still saying we've got to take more threes and let it fly after that Cavs game. And everybody just assumes that he's calling out Ben Simmons, which I don't think he is. But who else is he talking to at that point when you're missing Toby and your your shooters are going cold? You need somebody to step up in that case. You need an option. Like at least Embiid is making him an option and has worked on his jump shots from having no no leg at all to where he is now, like continuously every single year working on that because he knows that's what he has to do to compete in today's NBA. Um it's going to run into the same problem, guys. I know everybody's on the on the please don't trade Ben Simmons and you're just a dumb jock like or radio person or this or that when it comes to you don't know what you're talking about or you don't watch Sixers basketball. Yeah, we do. That's the point. Like I, this team is going to get stuck again in April, in May, in June, in once you get into the dog days here. And if we have and knocking on all wood, just like Kyle said, if Embiid gets dinged up at all, then this team is completely screwed. And if Ben Simmons gets hurt, it's not. That's 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 why I say it's even if it doesn't end up working out, I think Kyle Lowry here as an option just to see where you're at, maybe you do have to go all in and go in a different direction and do have to cash in that Ben Simmons you know, chip eventually because you're going to get frustrated. You're going to have to be between. Got to be for the right guy, though. Yeah, it would have to be for someone who can score and is absolutely scoring. I think I actually have kind of come – the more and more I read about Ben Simmons, the more and more I've come around to him. If you – let's say you do make it to the finals and it's going to be the Lakers. Yeah. You'd much rather have Ben Simmons to put on LeBron than anything else. And I know, like, we we shouldn't be talking, like, defense. Like, that's not what runs the NBA. But I think if if you have to look at the path for the Sixers to make it to the finals – I mean, Harden and, and James are going to be, and then Giannis as well. Like, those are three players. You have a better shot with Ben Simmons playing defense on them than not, and hopefully yep. you can get the rest of your, your your bench to kind of fill up the scorecard. But I know what you're saying, but he kind of has a value that it's kind of hard to, like, justify, but I feel like he's very important to the team. Like, well, I think if it, he got hurt, I think they would be screwed. Because his defense still isn't mind-blowing enough to offset – no, he's the best defensive player in the NBA. No, no doubt about it. But but it's still not enough of an impact in terms of now but when over you seven games. In. Like that's my thing. Like let's say it's over seven games. Like if you can hold, like let's say Harden, I, I guess he would only be in Durant, right, Kyle? Probably would be under. So if Durant's averaging, let's say twenty five points a game, but over those seven, he has him down to eighteen points a game. You don't think like that's a direct like we can win because he's 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 stopping one of the three main scoring threats and then you got to hope that you can stop the other two i know what you're saying but i think over seven games his value only gets better the problem is he's a liability offensively 
Well, that's been, but that's what I'm saying. That's already know, been proven. It's already been proven could, these liability. So you yeah, need Lowry in there in the margins for those a, yeah. two minutes uh, at the end of each half where you know what's happening. Like that, that, and and that's a problem. If if you need four minutes of uh, substitution from your best player in crunch time, that's a problem. So, John, I just looked up. I just looked up the Eastern Conference standings. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you messed up when you said the Knicks are fourth in the nope. conference. No, they are. They are. <laughs> they're celebrating that up there at eighteen and seventeen. They're they're above five hundred for the first time in a very long time. So God, God bless all the Knicks fans. Um, uh, I, I, hey, listen, uh, I I don't see anyone stopping them. Uh, talking about the Nets and whatnot. Um, but hey, we'll as long as we stay first, we'll we'll miss them until the Eastern Conference Finals. So maybe they'll yeah. slip up against the and we the might Celtics have fans by then. Or yeah, <laughs> it's true too. I mean, it's all five hundred of them. There's a lot that goes into. No, it. there's I mean, a thing that comes in. Wells Fargo said they can't even open with 500 people. Oh yeah. wow, I didn't see. I missed that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, there's so much thing can 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 Doc Rivers scheme for the Nets? Like, are we are we trusting him defensively enough to to do that? Or you know, Probably does not. Kyle Lowry put them over the hump? Like, does does Embiid stay healthy? Does Ben stay healthy? Does you know? There's so much that goes into it. But listen, at the end of the day, when you have a chance to go get Kyle Lowry and you don't have to give up too much. If you give up a first round pick, it's in the twenties. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, let's, uh, let's ride okay. for a long time and see, let's what, see it, yeah. what we can do. Let's ride that big butt until it, <laughs> it, <laughs> it the fight now? no longer works. Ben Simmons and Kyle Lowry. Do they have to finally fight in the tunnel Ooh, now? Maybe. Yeah. I think they just, yeah, that's, which is probably another reason why it's not happening. Right. Is that, yeah. do you think it's that petty that they felt held on they to that? To, they have to fight in the logo in the locker room. And, <laughs> Uh, well, I want to thank everybody for uh, for tuning in this morning and uh, on the replay as well. Please uh, make sure you're subscribing to the Waterboys feed, uh, part of the uh, Crossing Broad Network, as always. And thanks for uh, joining us every freaking Monday. We uh, appreciate it. Also appreciate shout out to uh, what is it? Uh, Kyle's at 3dpt.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're uh, tired of that nagging pain, which I know I'm certainly am. I've got a ton of shoulder problems, as uh, you may or may not know from freaking 99 to a thousand dislocations and god knows how many surgeries in between so between back and shoulder knee pain if it's all bothering you uh, you don't need to wait for a doctor's appointment anymore which is fantastic uh especially for x-rays pain pills all that uh you can do a a physical therapist like the pros do and get it better and faster every time uh, that you think three-dimensional physical therapy are the specialists in sports and orthopedic pt and you can get moving again pain three it is owned by physical therapist you know how a bunch of bloggers like just decide to get together and say we know how to do this a lot better than anybody else if you've been in the industry that's exactly what a 3dp is uh, or 3d pt is all about uh it's not a hospital it's not a physician group their focus is on getting back uh to your best health whether it's your back or uh, back to the gym golfing with gary and a bunch of beers or you know whatever it is just do it without pain uh you can get one-on-one time with a physical therapist and a personalized care they have five locations in south jersey and were voted best of south jersey in 2020 uh, 3D uh, will get you moving again. And for more of their info, go to 3DP.com. And also thanks to our good friends at Barsky Diamonds. It's a family-owned business that is uh, located in Jewelers Roll, 724 Sansom Street. For over a century, they've been Philadelphia's traditional offer uh, in the best value, quality, and customer service. None of their sales associates work on commission. And that's really annoying for the places that do. Yeah. If you've ever tried to look and find that perfect ring for your special someone, uh, the pressure of like, hey, this is $9,000 and this is $15,000 and they never even really start your range. It's happened a lot. So uh, that doesn't happen at Barsky. They also create custom pieces in store. So come on in. 
work with the uh, great experienced people at Barsky and uh, tell them thank you because, hey, we've got Mother's Day coming up. Uh, I, obviously, uh, there's there's probably there's definitely an engagement coming up for me. So we'll, we'll get uh, we'll about that uh, uh, shortly there, too. So Father's uh, Day, maybe, maybe nice Rolex. You know what? Though, there is one thing I want to float out to, to to everyone that listens to us, but uh, mainly for us. I've been watching a lot, at, or Yes Man keeps popping up. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, it's basically he gets a spell where he has to say yes to everything, and it changes his life. I was thinking because it's a movie about it, High Roseman. Yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel. That I need to say yes to one of you for 24 hours just to see what happens. Do you think that's something that would be fun? Just follow, you know, for the day, I have to say yes to whatever you guys say. Oh, wow. I think that would be fun. Should we try that? I think you and me would just wind up fishing, playing golf, and drinking beer. That's probably about what would happen. Yeah. It's fine by me. I just want to see what what uh, what I would have to say yes to uh, for uh, ooh, a, go, a GoFund, Kyle? Oh, yeah. He thinks I'm like poor yeah. as fuck. Well, you are. <laughs> I mean, look at you. You, you live. That's a. That's just a shade we put up in front of an outside brick building. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. actually almost. Yeah, I'm actually uh behind the dumpster of, of uh the the chilies on uh, Market and. Ooh, Market maybe that's what it should be. The live like Kyle for 24 hours, and yeah. I'll just try and match what you do. I like uh, that. I, I would want yeah. the. I want the poor gritty uh aesthetic. Yeah. Give me that. Okay. Give okay. me that, Mike. <laughs> the grinder. The grinder. The grinder. Um, I uh, appreciate everybody listening, y'all. Uh, I know uh, that uh, Kyle and Gary do too, and uh, we'll be back certainly next Monday uh, for um, all of uh, the chaos that ensues in Philadelphia sports and and more. So, uh, thank you guys. We will talk to you soon, right here on the Barcher Show, part of the Waterboys Network, and produced by your fine folks right here at Last Out Media. We'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. <laughs>